prepared for what we're gonna have. And that no, word is fun. There it is. I knew you'd finish it. <laughs> Damn! What is that? Bubble guppies? <laughs> no, that's uh, Word Party. Oh, it is on Word Netflix, Party. Yeah. dude. We should start getting promoted. What's it called? When sponsored? They, yeah, for the kids' songs we sing on this shit. Oh man, dude! I woke up in the middle of the night last night at like two o'clock to feed the baby, and I could not go back to sleep because in my head that just kept playing over and over again. Oh, there's a word for what we're gonna have, and that word is fun. You know, when I first started watching that show <laughs> or when my kid first started watching that show uh-huh. i had the same problem i would sing that like that part it's so all catchy the time yeah. the fuck what are they doing yeah. to our children i think i came over here and i was singing it one time and you were like the fuck is that because you hadn't seen it uh-huh <laughs> i think so because i remember you telling me like oh my son loves it and i was like oh i'll have to give that a try yeah and then i played it for my son and he loves like one of the episodes with a fucking balloon or some shit so he listens to it on a loop oh god oh yeah well we've been home for a couple of days yeah again because uh, his childcare has been closed because she's heavily pregnant as well. That sucks, man. And needed some days off. Oh, yeah. That should be my goddamn, but I got a better one. Yeah, you do. <laughs> well, do you want to tell me your better one? Yeah, because I kind of teased you on it yesterday when we were at lunch. You did. And I was like sitting too far away from you, which should be my goddamn. <laughs> It really should. What the fuck was up with that? Brandon was in the middle of us. I know. It's like they were trying to separate us. Listen, we went to lunch yesterday with a bunch of people and they were like, first of all, me and Brandon were on one end of the table and then you guys were going to be on the far other end. And they're like, yeah. Dude, should we move? And I'm like, fucking yeah. <laughs> what do no, you think? We don't be... want to sit next to Stacy. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to be that separated. Yeah. I was like, you guys don't have to. But in my head, I was like, move. <laughs> yeah, move. I want my kids to sit next to each other and yeah. then I want to look over them and into your eyes. Yes, that's all I ever want in life. Yeah, but then Brandon was between us and Brandon's a big guy and I'm a big girl right now. <laughs> So I was like, I can't really like switch seats with him in this booth right now. You can't do the old climb over tactic. Yeah, exactly. We were locked in. Yeah. Oh, and then also my goddamn was not appropriate to be yelling across a lunch table. I know. I kept like like looking over because I'd hear you guys talk about something and I was like, I want to be in that conversation. I would love to comment on that. (laughs) Okay, here's my goddamn. So I'm hanging at home with a baby in the middle of the day. It's like work week. Everybody's gone. Quiet little area on the street right yeah and my parents are over because they like show up once in a while and they help me take care of the baby like you look like you need a break goddamn angels (laughs) yeah they are (laughs) and so they had stopped by and my dad was sitting and chatting with me and then all of a sudden a fire truck pulls up right in front of our house like sirens aren't blaring but lights are blaring Ooh, that's a heart attack patient you taught me that (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i didn't even think of that i just figured oh he's already here like we heard the fire truck coming the sirens and then he turned them off when he got in the neighborhood oh and my dad looks me dead in the eyes and he goes am i dying (laughs) (laughs) he goes is there supposed to be a fire truck here and I was like, did somebody call 911? Like, I have no fucking clue. You're like, I didn't schedule one today. <laughs> yeah, it was like, he, it was the most like endearing, confusing look on his face. Like, <laughs> should this be happening? And then my second thought was like, dude, my son would be fucking stoked right now because this thing is parked in our driveway. Yeah. And I'm looking at the window and I'm like, oh shit, there's an older lady that lives next door. Uh-oh. I hope she's okay. And my dad was like, yeah, we saw her the other day and she wasn't doing so good. And I was like, how the fuck do you know if she's doing good or not? Like, she's did you talk to over? Her? I still don't know the answer to that. But because <laughs> he's a dad, he can tell. Yeah, I could see it in my eyes. She yeah. didn't look well. 
And so I was like, oh, no. And then all these popos started pulling up, like the sheriff's department and shit, pulling up right in front of our house. But they're all like running up to her house. Ooh. But they're parking at my house, which isn't that far away. But I'm like, just pull up a foot. <laughs> like, yeah. What the fuck? You could have run out and been like, this is my property. This yeah. This is private property. Get off my property. Uh, tell me what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> And so this whole time I'm like, oh, my God, this lady's dying. Like something bad has happened. And then we're super snooping out the windows. Right. And my mom's like, I'm just going to take the trash out because the trash cans are right by her house. <laughs> Your mom's so subtle. I know. And she's like dumping the trash as she comes back. And we're like, did you get anything? And she's like, yeah, it looks like they're trying to get in through the master bedroom window. Like they couldn't get the door open. Oh, shit. So I was like. For sure, the lady next door died. Yeah. Like, she's not answering the door. They're trying to climb in through a window. Or she fell. I wonder if she has a life alert. I have no idea. So then they all come back outside and they start putting on gloves and, like, face masks. <gasps> oh, and I'm no. like, oh, someone's dead in there. Yeah. Right? Like, why else would they need to do that? And then they were there for, like, an hour or so. They were all outside talking. And I could kind of hear some things, but nothing good enough to, like, really know what was going on. Yeah. They weren't like, the lady next door over here. <laughs> yeah. Definitely died of a heart attack. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Exactly what happened. <laughs> I have no idea what was going on. And then I thought, well, maybe they're just doing a welfare check and she couldn't hear. And so yeah, she's so like sleeping and they're all going to bombard her. Yeah. And then she'll have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. OK, so all that shit goes down and then eventually they start to leave. But like the sheriff stays mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, he's waiting for the like more corner. To come yeah. Yeah. To come take a body away. And my parents are like, you think so? And I was like, I've witnessed this a lot working with older people. <laughs> Trust is, me, I'm a professional. This is exactly what's going to happen. And my mom's like, um, well, there's a van outside. And I was like, oh, that's probably them. And she's like, no, they'll come in like a hearse. And I'm like, no, they won't. They don't have those anymore. <laughs> they will come in like an ice cream truck or a fucking Chrysler town and country. <laughs> like they'll show up in any. What song do they play when they're leaving? <laughs> exactly. Like they'll Free come. Freebird? Yeah. <laughs> damn it <laughs> they will show up in any kind of car to come take a body away yeah they're not trying to hide anything or do any or well they are trying to be like conspicuous but it's not obvious what the fuck is going on yeah it's there. not like the 50s though where it was like that's a hearse yeah with everybody fucking blacked out curtain windows yeah. they like walk around with a bell ring and like bring out your dad yeah <laughs> that's exactly. not happening here <laughs> anyway so i'm kind of watching and i can't really see the back of the van but it opens it looks like they're piling somebody in. It closes and they drive away. And I was like, somebody next door fucking died. And it has to be this like 90-year-old lady. Yeah. And then twist because I texted Lee and he's like, oh, my God, that's so sad. Oh, no. What happened? I wonder what happened. And I'm like, too bad we don't talk to our fucking neighbors to know. Yeah. Get, like the nitty gritty. But then I hear a bunch of like bottles clanking around. Like it sounds like a goddamn recycling dispensary thing happening in my neighborhood yeah and i'm like what the fuck is going on and so i'm leaving to go pick up my son from daycare and there's all these people in hazmat suits and they're pulling out a shit ton of glass bottles and stuff from the master bedroom window what? and they have a big dumpster and they're like throwing all this shit out like almost like a pack rat lived there or something but here's the fucking twist that i was alluding to earlier the old lady was out there what yeah it wasn't the old lady who died <laughs> So was it like a, a elderly welfare check? Like, hey, you can't live in a place like this? Was she like a well, hoarder? Her, I don't know if you've seen her lawn, but it's fucking immaculate. Like she's got like gardeners and shit. So I can't imagine that she's the pack rat. I mean. So I was thinking maybe she had, because she has younger people come and stay with her. Like, ew. She, ew. <laughs> she had, I'm sure they're relatives or something to like yeah. help take care of her or something. I don't really know. By the way, this is all fucking wild speculation. I have no idea what her living situation is. <laughs> 
But there used to be this older guy that smoked pot all the fucking time who lived there. And he doesn't live there anymore, according to Lee, because I didn't know this. He's really good and knows what's going on in the neighborhood. <laughs> Lee's a really good uh, Snoop. Snoop. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He like doesn't even move the, the blinds. He can like <laughs> look through the little cracks perfectly without even like not even a subtle movement of the curtains. <laughs> but he said that her son was living with them or something and he's like a 40 year old guy and that it looks kind of like he might do drugs and so <gasps> i wonder if he od'd or something oh fuck that would suck and maybe she was like letting him live in the master and it got like super trash yeah Ooh. listen i don't know the answer i still don't know the answer if i ever figure it out i'll let you fucking know yeah but holy shit you should go over there and be like oh hey betty how's it going <laughs> what happened <laughs> just making sure you're okay and also i made these banana bread i wanted Ooh. to bring it to you Ooh, i think you're onto something yeah she's so sweet every time she sees me or the baby or anything she's always like or even my parents she'll tell them like oh just let me know if you need me to babysit oh what a sweetheart and i'm like mm-hmm. um you can't move <laughs> she actually gets around she yeah has a little toy she has a little toy poodle that she names harley Oh, I love it. Anyway, that's cute. So that's my goddamn. Well, goddamn. Somebody definitely died next door. Somebody definitely died next door. It's probably, I mean, in the neighborhood that we're in. Yeah. It could be drugs. Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it for sure is. And it's not, it's not the white collar kind. No. It's like they were probably cooking up a meth lab over there. Yeah, like thank God her house didn't explode. Maybe that's all the glass you heard. <gasps> Bum, 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 bum. Just a bunch of... You heard <laughs> just the fucking meth lab being dismantled. Just a bunch of goddamn beakers and Bunsen burners. Exactly. You didn't <laughs> see what it was. I didn't. Lee was like, what kind of bottles were they? And I was like, oh, I don't... Uh, my glasses weren't on. <laughs> Sounded like a 20 ounce. <laughs> yeah. All well, right, Aaron. Give me, give me your goddamn. All right. Well, my goddamn is another goddamn mom win. So... Ooh, I love these ones. Yeah. I was playing with my kid the other day and he has all of these toys that are like tiny little people uh-huh. and he flipped them all face down oh on the carpet <laughs> and so they're all just like laying down face down on the carpet and I'm sitting with him and he goes dead 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 <laughs> dead and points at all of them this is because you listen to fucking murder podcasts in his presence listen I don't anymore uh, uh I stopped uh, I stopped uh. <laughs> I don't believe you. I stopped. When? After he said dead, dead, dead? No, it was before this. Maybe shortly before this. Oh, It dear was a Lord. couple of months ago. Oh, God. <laughs> How are your cats doing? Have you seen them lately? <laughs> they My, still have their necks and their heads and shit attached? Yeah. Well, the cats are like bigger than him still. Yeah, sure. So. Your cats are massive. <laughs> yeah. They can hold their own. I'm not worried about them. <laughs> Watch out for any kittens. I am a little bit concerned about one of the dogs, though. He's way too passive. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> Yeah, no, they're doing all right. Every once in a while, he will go over and like hit him or like kick him type thing. But I'm like, yeah. no, 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 we don't do that. We don't do that. And then if you ever like discipline the dog. Yeah, discipline the dog or like push the cat off because you're like, I just don't want you on me right now because you're a thousand pounds and you're hot as shit. Yeah. Then he'll yell at you like you have to be nice to Goose. You have Aww. to be nice to Goose. I'm like, all right, so he's not a murderer. Yeah, that's nice. That's very reassuring. Yeah, but then this happened and he goes dead, 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 pointing at all four of the little <laughs> dead <characters>. people. <laughs> and I was like, oh, like <laughs> how did they die, little one? Yeah. I'm like, well, I, this is my chance to like parent this situation, right? Yeah, let's and see what you did. So I flipped them all right side up and i was like no they're fine like resurrected yeah and i was like oh look they're alive like they were just sleeping <laughs> doing oh, that dear god and he goes no 
<laughs> and he flips them all back over and looks me dead in the eyes and puts his hand up to my face and goes, no touch. Oh, shit. And I was like, oh, shit, I guess they're dead. Oh, my God. So I don't know where or how my kid learned about death. I've well, no possible. I have a few ideas. <laughs> But yeah, that's my Oh my, my god, I love one. it. He's mm-hmm. going to be taking over this podcast someday. Oh, absolutely. You're nailing it. You're okay. nailing the mom life. Yeah. He won't be a serial killer. No, probably not. I mean, and if anything, he'll be the perfect predecessor <laughs> to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He'll be a he'll be like a guest someday. Yeah, and, and then, then eventually he'll take it over for us. This is a legacy that we are building for him. Exactly. <laughs> dead, just, dead, dead. <laughs> he just needs one friend, which I can kind of guess where that one's going to come from. Yeah, I made I made two. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just have to see which one's the weirder one cuz my first one's kind of a sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, he is. All right, lady. Well, it is episode 56. Are you ready to hear my story? I am. Give it to me. Okay. Mine is about Joey Fulgham. Okay. So we're going to start off with Tyler Edmonds, who was a 13-year-old boy from Mississippi. All right. Okay. He grew up with his mom and his stepdad. He was an honor roll kid, but he was like, I want to get to know my real dad, right? Yeah. You're not my real dad. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So he got into contact with his half-sister, Christy, in the hopes of meeting and making a connection with his biological dad. Uh Uh-huh. And turns out he didn't really hit it off with his dad. Awkward. Yeah. But he got along really good with his half-sister. So Uh he was like, cool, like, let's have a relationship, right? Got a sister out of the deal. Exactly. Not Uh a bad fucking deal. Okay. Christy was, like, 10 plus years older than him. Uh But apparently, according to one of them, they were, like, kindred spirits. Aww. Yeah. And don't worry, it's not going to get, like, gross incest or anything. (laughs) (laughs) just a forewarning they won't be like kissing siblings (laughs) no exactly so apparently there was trouble in paradise in christy and her husband joey's marriage oh man they had appeared on the montel williams show to discuss christy cheating on joey oh i fucking loved that show i know i was like you're on maternity leave you've probably seen a fucking shit ton of it oh my no it's not on tv anymore is it I don't, I don't know, maybe reruns or something. But. Every day after high school, I would come home and watch Montel Williams, mm-hmm. Maury, like mm-hmm. all of that shit. Oh my God, and it always the best. Ended, I know, it always ended with Jerry Springer, and then I'd be like, all right. <laughs> I mean, Jerry Springer was always just like the icing on the cake. I feel like it was like satire, like, all right, this yeah. isn't real. <laughs> it was the icing on the white trash cake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So they were on Montel Williams because she was cheating on him. Hold up. What do you think Montel's up to today? <laughs> you know, probably selling life insurance. <laughs> right. He's probably in commercials that you just don't recognize him. Yeah, because we're not watching like the fucking daytime TV. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So in May of 2003, Christy and Tyler decided to go away for a weekend trip to the coast. That'll help. Vacation. Yeah. Well, Tyler's the 13-year-old brother. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Half-brother. <laughs> I got swooped away in their relationship yeah, issues. in their relationship. No. So, so half-sister and brother. Half-sister and brother and Christy's kids. Oh. And one of her many boyfriends. <gasps> she be sneaking and geeking? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I guess so. Well, they all decided to go away to the coast, and they were going to leave Joey at home for some reason. He's like, yeah, cool, whatever, right? Yeah, go with one of your lovers. Yeah. I don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking weird. According to the boyfriend, Christy had said that she would pay for the whole trip 
even though she was unemployed and like notoriously broke. Oh, shit. And then she paid for everything. She paid for the souvenirs, the hotel, all the food in cash. Uh-oh. Which is weird because, yeah. like I said, she was broke and Where's unemployed. Where's she getting this money from? Exactly. Okay. So on Saturday, May 10th, Joey was supposed to go to an air show with his brother Shannon. Mm-hmm. Well, Shannon kept calling Joey but wasn't getting an answer. So he went to Joey's house, but no one was answering the door either. Okay. So by Sunday afternoon, he was like, all right, something's fishy. Yeah, I need to check on my brother. Yeah. So he went back to Joey's house and he cut the screen on the door and went inside. Oh, dang. He went in. Yeah. Not fucking around. No. And then on May 11th, 2003, Joey Fulgham, who was Christy's husband, uh-huh. was found dead in his bed by Shannon damn he had been shot in the back of the head with a rifle Ooh! and he had also been robbed he had cashed his check for a little over a thousand dollars on the friday before his body was found uh-huh. he was found on a sunday okay and he put the money in his wallet but the wallet was gone when did this little vacation happen the weekend oh so like friday night to fucking sunday monday. yeah sunday mm. evening monday okay so Joey worked with his brother Shannon, and that's why we know that little tidbit of info that he had cashed that check and like okay. how much it was for and everything. So got Shannon it. was like, uh, he should have like over $1,000 cash yeah, on him. Yeah, we just got paid. <laughs> exactly. And then when Christy and Tyler got back from their weekend trip, Christy was immediately arrested and <gasps> Tyler's mom was asked to bring Tyler to the police station for questioning. Oh, shit. Because she's the spouse. So they're like, all right, listen, you're... Yeah gonna come with us <laughs> yeah you don't have a choice you come on with us exactly and plus you just went on this vacation a little weird yeah yeah, yeah. and how you paying for all that shit christy? how old is tyler sorry 13 okay so christy told the police that she had been in an abusive relationship and that tyler had shot joey <gasps> what yeah what this 13 year old kid what yeah and tyler and his mom didn't know that christy had said that <gasps> so when tyler's mom brought tyler into the police station to be like okay let's answer some questions yeah yeah he was like fucking no like that didn't happen i didn't do that i have no idea what you're talking about first of all yeah and he denied having any involvement in the death of joey Uh uh-huh and then somehow the police got the mom out of the interrogation room oh no i'm gonna be pissed aren't i oh yeah Motherfuck. Okay. But I guess it's legal in Mississippi to continue <gasps> questioning a child without their parent there. Underage. Yeah. So then they get Christy, the half-sister, uh-huh. to go in and talk to Tyler, like, while the fucking cameras are rolling and shit, and right? And she's the one that said that Tyler shot yeah. Joey. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Uh-huh. And Christy was like, hey, man. Just say you did it. Yeah. <gasps> you got to say that you helped me with this because since you're only 13, you won't get in that much trouble. <gasps> okay. Basically, like, take the fall. Yeah. Some shit went down. Take the fall because you're a child, so they're not going to charge you. And they see this on video. Yeah. Okay. And apparently, while they were on this little weekend trip, Christy had told Tyler what she had done, but Ooh. she told him to deny knowing anything about it, okay. which he did. Yeah. And then, if that doesn't work, to say that he'd helped her so that part of the blame would be off of her and he wouldn't get into that much trouble. So then oh, she fuck couldn't. That. Yeah. What a exactly. bitch. Exactly. What a bitch. Chrissy's a bitch. Yes. Fuck you, Chrissy. Otherwise, 
she thought she'd get the death penalty, like yeah. unless it was shared blame. Got it. So now we're in the second option where she's asking him to say that he took part, right? Yeah, yeah. And so he was like, fuck, she's probably right because she's an adult and I'm 13. Oh, my and God. I don't know any better, right? <gasps> and so he told police in a taped interview that he and Christy had both shot Joey. They had pulled the trigger together. Oh, how romantic. Yeah. He said that he stood there and then she stood behind him with her arms around him and they both had their finger on the trigger and they shot him. That's fucking confusing. So then Tyler's mom came back into the room and she was like, what the actual fuck, guys? Yeah. Like, why are you talking to my son without me being here? Yeah. And she bent down to talk to Tyler and he said, me and Christy did it. Oh. And he was like distraught and everything. Like, yeah. And the cameras were still going. Okay. So... Oh, this is breaking my heart for that mama. Oh my God, right? I'd be like, worse. no, you didn't. I know. <laughs> Don't fucking lie to me. Jesus. <laughs> so as it turns out, and you can imagine, Christy was wrong. Uh-huh. And Tyler was charged as an adult. Oh my God. With murder. <gasps> A 13-year-old kid being tried as an adult. And he didn't even do anything. No. Oh my gosh. So four days after his confession, he was like, fuck, I probably shouldn't have confessed to something that I didn't do, right? Oh my God, this poor kid. Yeah. And he recanted his confession and gave another confession where he said that Christy had told him what she was going to do and that she went in and shot Joey and Tyler waited for her in the car. Oh. So. Does that make him like an accessory to murder or some shit? I think that it would, but they didn't believe him. Oh, man. They thought like, no, you fucking admitted to taking part in this and shooting him, so. Yeah. That's still the one we're going with, right? Oh. So they still charged him with murder. Tyler's mom, who you're like, poor lady, right? Yeah. Well, she ended up selling her home and liquidating her 401k and all of her assets and everything to get Tyler the best defense that she could. Good. She even ended up getting divorced during this time because it, like, a lot of fucking shit was going on, Yeah, right? a little stressful. Yeah. And... There was a medical examiner who was somehow able to determine that the bullet wounds found on Joey's body were consistent with two people pulling the trigger at the same time. How? Like the height of the 13-year-old or something and the trajectory of the bullet? Fucking, it's it's bullshit. Okay. It's absolute bullshit. So this came from, obviously, Christie's specialist side. Yeah, right? The prosecution's side. Yeah, how the fuck do you come to that conclusion? Yeah. That's absolutely ridiculous. You don't know how many fingers were on the trigger. Yeah. It's a bullet. It's only going to come out one way and one way. Like, no matter how it got pulled. Yeah, yeah. you can't. It's just, That's ridiculous. In my opinion. Yeah. So, I would agree. <laughs> yeah. So, in 2004, Tyler was convicted of murder <gasps> at no. 15 years old. No. And he was sentenced to life in prison. Oh, my God. This poor soul. This poor fucking child what the fuck yeah he was sent to walnut grove youth correctional facility which Mm -hmm. was a notoriously brutal prison oh god and has since been closed but shit this child that's where you're sending him oh this poor kid so christy's trial didn't take place until 2007 but she was sentenced to death oh god it was later reduced to life in prison without parole Uh uh-huh an interesting note during the trial where she was sentenced to death, apparently the jury had been dismissed to their hotel rooms for the night and told not to discuss the trial with anyone. Yeah. And before they left the building, but after they were dismissed, a bailiff on the case who was also a minister had a Bible in one of the jury rooms and mm-hmm. he had forgotten it. Yeah. 
So he went back to get it. And then there was a juror in there who was like, well, can I borrow it for just a little bit? And the bailiff was like, sure, just for a minute. Because I need that. (laughs) Yeah. And then went back to get it like 15 minutes later. No big deal, right? Okay. Kind of weird. Well, (laughs) it apparently is a huge deal. The defense tried to claim a mistrial because of this, stating that the jurors may have been wrongly asked to consider not just the evidence and documents coming from the court, but also from the Bible. What? So like... um, Like he's pushing the word of God on them or something? Yeah, like your code of ethics or whatever. Like that kind of thing. Weird. So I guess that was like a big snafu. (laughs) Oh, that fucking sucks. And so it was like, it was just their way to be like, "Uh, I feel like this isn't going the way that we want it to go. So I'm going to bitch about this one little thing and make it a bigger deal than it is. Yeah. And then the judge was like, fucking no. Disregard the Bible and we'll be cool. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry that happened, but don't use that to judge your sentencing. Was the Bible any kind of their defense? (laughs) No, not at all. And they even had the um, bailiff like go on the stand and everything and be like, well, you had this Bible in here. And he's like, I mean, there's a Bible in every hotel room across America. Yeah. They're staying in hotels. (laughs) Yeah. And they're staying in hotels. So like this access was granted either which way. Yeah. Like it's not really that big of a deal kind of thing. And they're like, well, can you prove that? And he's like, if you gave me time to go to a hotel. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that was all like for nothing, but I thought it was kind of interesting that they made this huge fucking deal about it. Shady. Yeah. Also in 2007, the Mississippi Supreme Court threw out Tyler's conviction. What? Yeah. They said that the medical examiner's testimony was debunked. Bullshit? Yeah. Okay. And it shouldn't have been allowed in court. I, oh shit. On the side, just really want to know how he justified that he thought it was two people pulling the trigger. Right? Like, you would love to be in the courtroom then? Yeah, like, I'm sorry. What? What is your your fucking science behind this? Yeah. You can't tell me that. Oh, my gosh. And then the court also forgot to mention that Christy had been beaten and abused because of her infidelity and that she had a life insurance policy on her husband. Mm. So, like... Tyler had nothing to do with this. This bitch was cheating. She had all the motive. And exactly. She had all the motive. She was cheating and she has this life insurance policy on him and that she had tried to get a gun prior to Joey being shot. Oh, shit. And she had told her friends that she wanted to, quote, end her situation. (laughs) End her situation? Yeah. Which essentially, shoot Shoot Joey. Joey. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah. He was released when he was 17 years old. Oh, this poor kid. That's two years, right? That he spent. He was 13 when he was charged. Oh, okay. And happened. then he got sentenced at 15, but he was still like being held. Yeah, yeah. He was, oh, yeah. that's so sad. So fun facts about Christie's trial. I'd love to hear them. <laughs> her dad testified against her. Oh, shit. His Say, half dad or his real <laughs> his real dad? His yes. biological dad. Tyler's biological father, Christie's also biological yeah. father, testified against Christie oh, saying shit. that she had come to him a couple days before Joey was killed and asked him to borrow one of his guns. Oh. And she told him she was going to kill Joey and she told him that she had a $500,000 life insurance policy on him. Was he like, no, you can't borrow my gun? <laughs> Yeah, he was like, fucking, nah, bitch. Like, first of all, I raised you better than this, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hire someone. <laughs> right? Don't That's do ba- dirty work yourself. That's a bad joke. <laughs> she also said that she would buy him a Cadillac if he kept his mouth shut. What the fuck? Because I guess dads like Cadillacs. Yeah. So obviously. he obviously didn't let her borrow his gun. Yeah, but he didn't do anything to stop her either, huh? Like, give Joey a heads up. 
No. Yeah, I guess he didn't. But maybe he thought, like, she's just not actually going to do it. She's just hormonal. (laughs) Yeah, she must be that time of the month. (laughs) God. Also, a lady jailer at the jail. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Where they belong. Where they're jailing. (laughs) Said that three days after Christy was arrested, she had come up to her and asked her to give Tyler a letter that she had written. And the jail lady was like, fucking, no. I yeah. can't do that. That's not what I do here. Yeah. I'm, not I'm your, a jailer. Not a goddamn post office. Yeah. So when Christy insisted, then this jail lady took the letter and read it. Oh, good. It was basically a long-winded way of Christy telling Tyler that he needed to take the blame and say that it was an accident because you can't get in trouble for accidents. Oh my gosh, this piece of shit. Yeah. She also tried to be like, don't listen to your dad. The guy who refused to provide her with a gun. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the very sound advice <laughs> yeah. that he has given her. Because he doesn't love you and I love you and blah, blah, blah. Like She's just, like gaslighting him. Yeah, basically like just fucking do as I say. Yeah. So those are the fun facts about Christie's trial. What a bitch. I yeah. hate her. And Tyler is out and free and he tries to seek compensation for his time in jail. Yeah. He was looking for $158,333. Is it? Yeah. It's not even that much. I mean, that's a lot to like a 17-year-old and to me, but I mean, in it's terms of like five years of your life. It's a lot in like a chunk of time. Yeah. Or like, a, like a one chunk, like, wow, it's a lot of money. Lump sum. <laughs> but yeah, for like, like you said, five years of your life. Yeah. That's not enough that's not enough no you lost your childhood like yeah and the state royally fucked you because you were a child yeah and this all happened like that wasn't appropriate i didn't think that that was enough either but he was denied oh and get this what the fuck he was denied because the state of mississippi has a law that says he wouldn't have to be compensated because he quote contributed to his own conviction what so Essentially, since he initially confessed, the state was saying that you can't blame them for using your own words against you, and that's why you got convicted. So technically, you contributed to your own conviction. Yeah, but he's 13 years old. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Exactly. He's 13 years old, and he's attempting to protect a family member who he loved and trusted. Like, and who she was, like, manipulating him. She like, was he was a fucking him. victim. Exactly. Oh my god. That's yeah. like when and he's know, a child and it's like, do you love mommy? Oh, well, let's yeah. do this. Like, yeah, do this if you love me. Yeah, you can convince a child to do something for you if it's a family member that loves you. Like, Absolutely. That's insane. That's terrible. That's also like when people side with their like captors and stuff just to survive. Like, you're going to say that anything they say in that scenario can be used against them? Like, fuck, I was just surviving. You went with them to the store and didn't try to run away. Like, yeah, yeah, because he would have fucking beat me or whatever. Yeah, I was scared. Exactly. And this poor poor kid, kid. he thought that was his only choice was to, like, confess and help. And then he was like, oh, fuck, she was wrong because she's been lying to me this whole time. Oh, that poor kid. Yeah. But at least he's free. Yes, well, no, he's still free. You're going to ruin my life? No. The last thing is Tyler also appeared on Dr. Phil to talk Ooh. about it. Yeah. And it's a super short segment. Uh-huh. And the kid seems like pretty well put together and stuff, like considering everything that he's been through. I feel yeah. a little bit bad for him. Yeah. But just a little bit. <laughs> and all I want to say about the Dr. Phil thing is that Nancy Grace. Oh, God. Is fucking intense. 
did she was she like chewing him out or something like talking shit about him she wasn't chewing him out but she was like just mad like you couldn't even you you almost couldn't tell what side she was on because uh, she was just like mad and yelling and you're like nancy grace jesus lady like fucking calm down yeah she is a little intense you need to calm down and it sucks when she's wrong because <laughs> you're like oh that's embarrassing yeah right like yeah. you really took a stand on that one yeah. lady. yeah yeah you look like an asshole now yeah and but she's very entertaining to watch I don't know, man. I did not like her. Like, the whole time she was talking, I was like, wow, she's she insane. Intends. Well, because uh, I used to work with the old people, and this one old lady always watched Nancy Grace. Yeah. And she is really intense, and it's, like, a lot to listen to, but it's kind of fun when she gets, like, going. She'll be like, look at that nasty smirk on her face. And you're <laughs> like, God, God damn. <laughs> you are heated. Let me get the popcorn. <laughs> I thought he was just, like, chilling. <laughs> well, I guess I see the smirk now. <laughs> yeah. Let you point yeah. it out. Yeah, but goddamn, this Holy poor shit. kid. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. Poor Joey. <laughs> poor Joey in all of this. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty fucked up. Damn. But, yeah, could you imagine, like, oh, my, you're a lady and you're married to this guy and you're like, I don't want to be married to him anymore. And then out of the blue comes this half-brother who's like, hey, you want to get to know each other? Because, like, I'm your half-brother. And you're like, let me manipulate the fuck out of him. <laughs> perfect fucking scapegoat. Oh, God. Exactly. Like, Oh, let's see how I can use you to my advantage. Oh, I hate people. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Well, goddamn. That was a rough one. Yeah. Fuck her. I'm mad now. You should be. But he's free and she's not. So. Okay. Are you ready for my story? All right, Stacey. Give me your story. Murder. (laughs) That's (laughs) that's what we're going to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. My case is about Ralph Feltrop. All right. Okay. And side note. There isn't a lot of, like, background on these people or anything, so we're just going to jump right into the shit. Okay, let's do it. On March 8th, 1987, in Jefferson County, Missouri. (gasps) Good year. (laughs) It was a good year. I was like, that's no one's birthday. I don't know why she gasped. (laughs) It's our birthday year. (laughs) It's our birthday year. (laughs) That's what matters. In Jefferson County, Missouri, 32-year-old Ralph Feltrop and 27-year-old Barbara Rome were living in their shared trailer with Barbara's younger daughter when a domestic dispute broke out. Uh Uh-oh. Evidently, it wasn't rare for domestic disputes to break out between these two. And I would like to say that all accounts of what I'm about to explain are that of Ralph's opinions and what he recounts. Oh, okay. So take with that what you will. Like, we only have his side of the story. Yeah, yeah. Because you can guess what happens. All right. Okay, so the family was sitting down to dinner, and then Barbara began to accuse Ralph of seeing another woman. Uh Uh-oh. And she began to threaten him with a steak knife. Oh, shit. And he somehow managed to calm her down uh-huh. and get her to put the knife away. And he's like, I didn't have an affair, like, you know, denying the whole affair thing. Like, mm-hmm. let's calm your tits and let's go to bed. <laughs> so, we're just trying to have a nice fucking dinner here. <laughs> I guess we're having steak because <laughs> there's a steak knife involved. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just have a nice dinner? <laughs> like doing this in front of their daughter? Yeah. Or her daughter? Yeah, supposedly. There wasn't a lot on it, but there is a little line that alludes to the fact that the daughter was there. That's sad. Which I'll mention later. So Ralph says that he goes to bed and then he was awoken around 2 a.m. with Barbara kneeling over him with a fucking knife. Okay, that's terrifying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, uh, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, I don't want to. And so uh, Ralph grabs for the knife and the two like struggle to get control when Ralph eventually gains control and he slashes at Barbara with oh, the knife. Shit. <gasps> the knife plunged into Barbara's neck. Oh, God. With one forceful thrust, and it severed her vertebral artery and went so deep as to penetrate her cervical spine, which caused 
paralysis of her right side. Um, I'm sorry. Did you, okay. Did you hear all that? It was a lot of medical words. <laughs> the one that I caught the most was cervical spine because I think of your cervix and I'm what? like, that's not up in your neck. I mean, I'm sure that you got it right. I don't know what any of these terms are. I don't really know because I didn't spell it like cervical. I just said cervical. Oh, how'd you spell cervical? it? Cervical? I think it is cervical. Let's Ceviche? <laughs> Ceviche? <laughs> Shit's tits. And no, I'm not eating it when I'm pregnant. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> oh no that's what it is that's like your neck is cervical yeah after googling okay. cervical spine is just your neck <laughs> okay but uh yeah so he's like uh, struggling to get the knife and then he slashes out at her is and what he says fucking one stab right through like fucking her entire neck spine yeah her artery and her goddamn spine oh like, you didn't slash you fucking stabbed yeah but also if someone is on top of you with a knife i i might go Flail. a little heavy on the on the, the thrusting. Yeah. <laughs> a little heavy like on the power. Like, get this knife away from me. But then what if they got it again? Yeah, exactly. I but I, I guess they'd I be do. off of you if they got it again. That's Although I don't true. think I'd want to stab a person. I don't either. This is, yeah. You're, don't, just hold on. Okay. Here we go. Let's go. I'll hold my horses. Okay. The wound was so severe that it caused her to bleed to death. Oh my God. And experts determined that it took anywhere from 15 minutes to four hours for <gasps> her to die. Well, but hopefully Ralph, not four hours because Ralph called the police. Jesus Christ, right? Well, Ralph never confirms how long it takes to die in any of the documents that I read. Okay. But what you were just getting at, what he does confirm after is that after Barbara died, instead of calling the paramedics or the police, he placed her body inside of a refrigerator. Nope. For several days. Nope. I should not laugh. I hate that I laughed. It's your reaction. Nope. It's because that's an awful idea. No. Yeah. I'm suddenly not believing your story. Yeah. Yeah. This was all a big misunderstanding and she came at you and it was self-defense. That's where he's going to go with it. So then when you're covered in blood, like from a person kneeling on top of you and being stabbed in the neck. Spouting blood everywhere. Yeah. You're going to have blood on you and they'll be able to tell by the pattern of it and everything. What the fuck happened? So you call the fucking police. Yeah. Maybe don't put her in the refrigerator, you fucking weirdo. No. Also, who has this much room in the refrigerator? I don't understand. It must have been like a garage refrigerator where you keep the beers or some shit and he took out the shelves. I don't know. I I don't either. Is it like a chest freezer? You said refrigerator. Refrigerator. So he put her body inside the refrigerator for several days to throw off the decomposition. Yeah. No, by like day two, I'd be like, all right, listen, we really got to get a game plan here. I got, I got a body here. What am I going to do with this? Should I just like pull her out? Let her get back to room temperature? Yeah. It's really <laughs> awful that I'm saying this about a real person. Okay. So several days, right? Yeah. This obviously throws off the decomposition and like the time of death and everything. But after a few days, he proceeds to pull her out and then he mutilated her body. Oh my God. By severing her head, hands, and lower legs from her torso. He also chopped off one of her feet from her leg. And I couldn't find it again. But when I was first going through all the articles, I think I remember like he attempted to chop off the other foot or something. And then he just stopped like, fuck, this is a lot of work. <laughs> the one extra foot was too much. Like I just did all this. This isn't necessary. I just need a smoke. Yeah, <laughs> this is so much work. I would like to also point out in like, you know, going back to the refrigerator thing. Yeah. If you killed someone and... It was self-defense. And you called me and were like, what do I do? And then you were like, I'm going to put him in the refrigerator. I'd be like, first bad move. No. <laughs> Stacy. no. <laughs> no. This is a ba- Have you ever watched TV? <laughs> like, first worst idea you've ever had. Exactly. No, you think very clearly in those kind of situations. You might not be a helper, but you're very like, well, 
I could think of another situation where you weren't really mm, the brightest on that area. But oh, one God. time, <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell it in a second. But one time I was on the phone with you when I got in a car accident. Uh-huh. Somebody rear-ended me and you were like, hang up on the phone. You weren't on the phone. And then you just hung up. And I was like, <laughs> okay. It wasn't my fault, though. <laughs> I think I told you, though. I was like, you weren't on the phone. Also, note the time yeah. and <laughs> like get his insurance. And like, I know all the things to do in a car accident. <laughs> I just remember you were like talking and the phone was in my lap and my monster had exploded everywhere. I remember and that. my fucking pennies flew everywhere, too. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, holy shit. And then you were like, like told me all the instructions and then hung up and I was like okay (laughs) I didn't catch all that I didn't have a pen (laughs) repeat it but then another time when we might have been slightly inebriated and one of our friends got in a fight (laughs) and the cops came oh yeah and you were like I'm just gonna talk to the cops and I was like we are leaving (laughs) (laughs) I'm just gonna talk to the cops and sort this whole thing out (laughs) bitch you're gonna do three to five (laughs) that is like the one time that I was genuinely pissed at you like no we're going and you're like no I wasn't involved so I just wanted to be involved I was like we are not we don't know them we're leaving there's blood everywhere yours was smarter yeah but i was ready to get to the bottom of it with him but i too was pretty drunk so i was like irrationally freaking out like aaron go (laughs) like doing dad voice yeah okay anyway so he chops her up right takes her out of the fridge chops her up and he later explains that the reason that he chopped her up was obviously so he could dispose of her easier Mm -hmm. and so what he does then is he takes barbara's torso and he puts it in a trunk which, who the fuck just has trunks laying around? Oh, I thought you meant like trunk of a car. No, oh, yeah. Sorry. Like, as in like a, I'm going to fucking move to Paris and here's my trunk with all my stickers <laughs> on it. Going by boat. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. So he puts her torso in the trunk and then he takes the trunk to Duke Road in St. Charles County in case anybody lives out there. Yeah. And then he just dumps it on the side of the road. Like, he didn't try to hide it or anything. He just was like, boop-a-doop-boo, shwoop, like, leaving this here. And then he leaves. Did he, was it a locked trunk? Because you know the first thing that I would do if I saw a trunk on the side of the road? Open it? Yeah. What if it stinks, though? I wouldn't open it. Um, I would. That'd be more of the reason to open it. Okay. I would have you open it so your fingerprints would be all over it. And I'd be like, this is a bad idea. (laughs) I was going to say, I would first get, like, a t-shirt or something that was in my car. I feel like you would use, like, your shoot like we wear flip-flops everywhere so i feel like you'd like use the bottom like your big toe but like the mm-hmm. flip-flop is still covering <laughs> the big yeah. toe to like mm-hmm. lift it and then as soon as you saw it was a dead body you'd like drop it and like stumble away skitter back yeah <laughs> and i'd be like what was it what was it what was it Do and I then see? i'd be like it wasn't alive don't worry <laughs> like that time you hit a raccoon <laughs> you're such a good friend i know you're welcome <laughs> okay he then takes Barbara's remaining body parts and her leg, which is like her legs and her heads and her hands and all that shit. All of her heads. Yeah, all of her, all of the heads. <laughs> and puts them in a garbage bag and he dumps those bags in a pond in Jeff- Jefferson County. So what was in the trunk? Just the torso? Just the torso. With like the arms? Okay. Because the article said he chopped off her hands. Okay. her arms. That's weird. Yeah. And her, I think it said lower legs. Yeah, just lower legs. So like her arms and her thighs and okay. her torso. That's real fucking weird. That's heavy. Yeah, it's heavy. Okay. But it's in a trunk. Trunks are big. Yeah, still heavy though. Trunks are made for heavy stuff. (laughs) That's true. Okay. (laughs) But I don't know if you caught this. He threw those parts in a pond. Not a lake, not a river, a fucking pond. What a terrible idea. Was this like a pond that freezes over during winter and they can skate on it? <laughs> I don't. I didn't look that deep into the pond's history. <laughs> Do people fish in this pond? Because some ponds are really big. That's true, but I still feel like you should go for bigger bodies of water if you're throwing parts in them. Listen, my grandma lives next to a pond, okay. and you could hide a body in there. Really? Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Well, he does that. 
Well, obviously, he didn't hide it well enough. No. This wasn't a good body pond. No. Okay. So on March 16th, 1987, someone passing by Duke Road in Charles County was, was like, what's like- this trunk doing here? <laughs> exactly. I'm going to open it with my big toe flip flop. <laughs> Precisely. That's exactly what happened. All right. And they were like, oh, motherfucker, we got to call the cops because yeah. there's a dead body in there. Mm-hmm. Some shit went down. Then on March 23rd, which is a week after the trunk was found. So the cops get this trunk and they're like, oh, no, we don't know who's in this trunk. It's just a torso. That's weird. We have a dead body that we have to identify, right? Yeah, we're going to need more information than this. Exactly. So they're like running their bleep, bloop, bloop little tests, right? <laughs> so a week later, after the trunk is found, Ralph decides to go to the police station and report that Barbara is missing. Oh, and now a yeah. week later? Yeah. Oh, guess what? He was worried that the police would soon find her remaining body parts in that fucking shitty pond that he threw them in. Yeah. And he didn't want to look suspicious. So he's like, I better go report her missing. Yeah. So Ralph files the missing persons report. And he says that Barbara had been missing for about a week. And the deputy sheriff is thinking like, well, shit, I wonder if this torso that we found is Barbara. So he goes to talk to Ralph. Like, after he filed his little report, right? He goes to mm-hmm. Ralph's house and he's like, hey, would you mind coming to the station to meet with some investigators? I thought you were going to say to identify a torso. <laughs> no. I was like, I mean, my torso is pretty recognizable. <laughs> Mine would be. I have tattoos. That's what I'm thinking, too. I have tattoos and moles and stuff. Yeah, Brandon yeah, would be moles like, for sure. Yeah, Brandon would be like, that's absolutely her. But, <laughs> like, most people don't have a recognizable torso. Yeah, that's true. Especially a week-old recognizable torso. that they told Ralph anything about the torso i think he was just like "Mm, i'm i have a hunch (laughs) i've been doing this long enough that i'm just gonna bring ralph down for some questioning right because like this might be barbara he's saying barbara's missing yeah and the the spouse is generally the first to be questioned exactly so ralph follows the sheriff to the station and they arrive about 9 p.m at night and they have to wait there for the investigators to arrive and they get there about 11 30 p.m so he's waiting a little bit right damn yeah. It's a late night. My fucking pregnant ass was like, I'm not staying up that late. <laughs> Listen, I was willing to talk, but now I'm tired, so I'm over it. <laughs> Can talk we just do this tomorrow? tomorrow? Yeah. The two investigators, they take Ralph into a small office, and that's around like 11.45 p.m., and they begin asking questions about his relationship with Barbara and her disappearance. Mm-hmm. Ralph says that he had last seen her two weeks earlier when she was leaving their home with an unknown man at 1.10 a.m. Okay. F- what the fuck? If you share a place together... Why would she be leaving at one in the morning? And that's the last time you saw her. But you said she's been missing for about a week. And now you're like, I saw her two weeks ago. Well, maybe it was like, but I talked to her on the phone. And yeah, she was maybe. supposed to be back on Friday. Maybe. I don't or know whatever. Maybe. Like, I don't know. But that's a story, right? Mm. Yeah. But we know differently, but right? It was the one-armed man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But the cops are still like, mm, this is pretty fucking suspicious. Because they don't know all that other shit that just went down that I explained to you. <laughs> yeah. So the investigators weren't really buying his story. And one officer asks Ralph if he was a Christian, and if so, would he tell the truth? Like, trying to get at his, like, you know, fucking moral compass. I want to be asked that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that'd be interesting. I'd like to watch you being asked that. (laughs) I feel like I would just lie and be like, absolutely, no, I would never lie. (laughs) (laughs) So, as soon as the guy says this, though, Ralph immediately spills the beans, and he replied with, quote, she clawed me and tried to take the knife. Uh, okay. So they're like, oopsie poopsie, we got a little something on you now. So she didn't start with the knife. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? He says she clawed me and tried to take the knife. So you had the knife. Yeah. And she didn't. Mm-hmm. And clawed you, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, your fingernail's gonna hurt? Mm-hmm. Against the steak knife that you have? The fuck, Ralph? 
Yeah, Ralph. We're on to you, buckaroo. Yeah, buddy. (laughs) So the investigators immediately read Ralph his Miranda rights, which Ralph, like, waved, and then they resumed their questioning. Okay. So Ralph recounts his actions and claims that he had killed in self-defense. He then offered to show the police where he left the remaining body parts, and he asked if he could drive his car so that he could get home in time to go to work the next day. What does he think is happening right, right? now? <laughs> right? The dude had no fucking clue that he was like under arrest. You've just been read your Miranda rights. Yeah. That means you're not leaving here. He was not paying attention. <laughs> no. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Let me show you where I put her body. And um, I have work in the morning. So if you wouldn't mind, I'm going to go ahead and drive. Listen, guys. I know a shortcut. Get you out of my hair. Yeah. Yeah. This is really inconvenient right now. What a fucking idiot. It's midnight. It's past midnight. I have to be awake for work in the morning. Yeah. At this point, I think it was like two in the morning or something that they, it didn't yeah. take too long to get the confession out of him, but yeah. they were like leaving to go well, find the body. Probably because he was like, oh, I have to wake up for work in the morning. I better just hurry up and get this over with. Yeah. I'm so tired. <laughs> I don't want to be tired tomorrow. What a dumb dumb. Oh, super dumb dumb. So he eventually leads them to the partially submerged trash bags in the pond with Barbara's head and legs inside. And Ralph was immediately detained. <laughs> yeah. That'll do it. Then also, it, partially submerged, like I said, this was not the appropriate body exactly, of pond water. Exactly. It wasn't going to be long before somebody found those parts. Exactly. Also, I don't want to get too morbid here, but I think we like glaze over this shit so quickly. Think about the fact that this body, these body parts, like a head has been in a plastic bag in a pond for like two weeks. Partially submerged, so like in the sun slash in the water. Yeah, like I don't want to find that. No, no. That's crazy. That's some Stand By Me shit. Yeah. Yeah, but worse because Stand By Me, it was just a body. Yeah. Oh, that sounds awful. Yeah. I went fishing in ponds a lot as a kid. You ate some fish that ate dead people for Oh, no, we didn't eat anything that came out of there. In fact, I barely think we caught anything. We've caught like (laughs) turtles, like snapping turtles and shit. (laughs) But still, it was, like, the thing to do as a kid. You'd go hang out by the pond. Like, that was going to be a child that found that. Oh, yeah, that would fucking scar you for life. Yeah, exactly. All right, so, well, that didn't happen to a child because he led them there. (laughs) Well, thank God. And they, like, fished the shit out, and, you know, he's detained. Then, April 30th, 1987, Ralph was charged with first-degree murder and armed criminal action. Mm -hmm. Then, June 20th through the 29th of 1988, so a year later... Ralph was tried and found guilty of first-degree murder, and he was sentenced to death. Ralph enacted, like, every petition and appeal or whatever that he could to attempt to reduce his sentencing from, like, death to just life. Yeah. And he maintained the whole time that he acted in self-defense, despite the fact that he had never called the paramedics or anything. Like, when she was bleeding out, that, like, 15 minutes to four hours or whatever. He never called the paramedics. He never called anyone. Yeah. And then, like, you can't just, like, slice and dice someone up and be like, it was self-defense. No. Like, let me get rid of, destroy all evidence that could have possibly proven otherwise. Exactly. He said, though, that he was in a panic, and that's why he did that. But, like, your panic ends. That's what everyone says, is that you're in a panic. But if you put your spouse in the fridge yeah for your panic a couple days doesn't last that long yeah you have some time to think about this shit yeah the fuck or right after you put him in the fridge be like hey listen i realize this is really fucking weird but this is what happened i panicked and i put him in the fridge yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. could you help me get her out yeah i have a weird before i go the next step and fucking dismember them yeah and like try to cover this obvious thing up yeah that's ridiculous it's super ridiculous it was also reported that if he had called the paramedics that there was a possibility that she would have survived oh that's so sad that's really sad okay his whole defense throughout the trial was that he was being abused by barbara throughout the relationship so it was an abusive relationship Mm -hmm. and that he had 
never had a violent history in the past. Like, he didn't have a track record or anything. Yeah. So it had to have been self-defense. This is his whole defense. Multiple character witnesses came forward to testify on Ralph's behalf, saying, like, oh, he's actually a really great guy. They even wanted to have Barbara's six-year-old daughter testify to the (gasps) violence of the relationship between Ralph and Barbara since she witnessed it firsthand. Oh, my God. And supposedly witnessed that argument at the dinner table and shit. Yeah, but you don't want to make your this no. little girl testify no. against her mom's Dead killer. Mom? Yeah. Or testify for her mom's killer. Yeah. Ugh. That's insane, right? Well, the court determined that she was, like, too young to take the stand. There's, like, a whole series of shit, like... Thank God. This yeah. poor little girl. That would have fucking fucked her up forever. Exactly. So she, she never took the stand, but I thought it was very interesting that, like, they wanted her as a character witness for Ralph had also had a psychological examination done because he had pled insanity. Like, I just fucking went insane, right? Yeah. And the doctor reported that he had had no mental ailment that would excuse him of the criminal behavior, but he did have a, quote, passive-aggressive personality disorder. And I was like, who the fuck knows that, right? I know. I was going to say, I think I have that. (laughs) You definitely do. But supposedly, he's like, okay, this guy has a passive-aggressive disorder, that would make him a target for domestic abuse and make him prone to go into like a rage reaction. Like he would like one day he's going to snap. Yes, exactly. Okay. Is this you also? Are you okay? Blink Probably. Twice. Probably. <laughs> Brandon doesn't know he's going to get murdered soon. <laughs> I know, right? God. Brandon better not get murdered because this podcast would be like, well, it was clearly her. And I'd be like, I fucking didn't though. I know. And I'd be like, I'll be a character witness. And they'd be like, you are of course the worst character witness. <laughs> okay. So they're like, listen, he, this could have fucking happened. It could have been self-defense, like, he in a way, because he has this disorder and he'd yeah. freak out, right? I mean, to be honest, my passive aggressiveness could put Brandon into a snap. Like, <laughs> yes. And then he could come at me and then I'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's the <laughs> ultimate passive aggressiveness. Exactly. <laughs> so his lawyer never used this medical evidence in his defense, even though it would have made, like, a good argument that there's spousal abuse and all this stuff. Yeah. But he chose not to use it because... I guess Ralph lied to the doctors about that night and like what happened. He denied even killing her or anything. Oh, God. And then later he came forward and said like, yes, I did it. So he figured that would be too much of an open basket for like cross-examination. They'd have like a field day. Yeah. And since he was pleading self-defense and all the shit, he didn't want to like mess up the one and only thing they had going for them. Yeah. That evidence, I guess, never got brought out that he had this fucking disorder. That he's passive aggressive. Yeah, he's super passive aggressive. And he just fucking snapped. Which is exactly what happened if he didn't have a past. Ralph also argued an effective counsel as well, which they always do. Yeah. As well as claimed that he was coerced into admission. But all the evidence showed that his confession was done ethically and correctly. And like I was naming off all the times and everything that they were like doing shit. It wasn't a long confession. No, it didn't sound like they kept him there like until the next day or whatever. Like. And they, like, explained they let him go to the bathroom. They gave him, like, sodas and shit. He had no idea that he was even being detained. Like, remember, he thought he was going to drive home? Yeah. That's yeah. that's the part right there. Like, yeah. You, the, you didn't like, think you were under arrest. <laughs> I'm just going to leave here now. Yeah. You were read your rights. You, could, you thought you could leave at any time. Yeah. So you weren't coerced. So Ralph goes through, like, years of appeals and everything, and he's denied all of them. And then May 27th, 1997, so... 10 years later, Ralph had taken his appeals all the way up to the Supreme Court, which is what like almost everybody on death row does, right? Yeah. The court obviously denied his fucking overturn of his conviction and issued a warrant of his execution for August 6th, 1997. Oh, shit. And then on August 6th, at the age of 42, 
Ralph was put to death by lethal injection. He was strapped to a gurney with a white sheet that was draped over his body and pulled up to his neck. And he turned his head towards the room where his relatives were watching and also the cops who had, like, investigated him and pulled him in and everything. Yeah. And he smiled. And his last words were, I am innocent of the murder charge. I was defending myself. This was a case of accidental death, and I am legally innocent of this crime. And then they killed him. And that's the end of my story. Isn't that weird? I feel like I would have chosen better last words. Well, okay, yes. But I'm going to be honest. Like, reading all this, I'm like, okay, you can't fucking go crazy and put somebody in a fridge and chop them up. But yeah. What if she was abusive? Like, what if they were? And it sounds like they were an abusive relationship. She absolutely could have been abusive. And he absolutely could have killed her in self-defense. But then you have there's to. a point where you have to, like, snap out of your fucking crazy <laughs> And be like, come back down to earth. Yeah. And whether that time, because she kept, he kept her in the fridge for several days. Yeah. So even if it was like, oh my God, an adrenaline rush or something, Mm -hmm. like that's a few hours. Yeah. And then it goes away. Exactly. It doesn't last a few days. But what if she was like mentally abusing him and saying things like, you know, like scaring him to like, don't ever get caught. I don't know. I'm totally playing devil's advocate here. Of course. But you know, like the like whole Stockholm syndrome and shit. Yeah. I don't know. But also. Where he's like afraid to like venture out because she put something in his head. There was he, no evidence of this. I'm just. But he had a job. Here. Yeah, that's true. Like that means that he was a functioning member of society in yeah. some way. Yeah. Isn't it crazy though that everybody came forward and was like, not our Ralph. <laughs> yeah. He didn't kill somebody. Well, I could probably think of a few people that we know that are like, oh my God, no. And then you really think about it and you'd be like, well, but maybe. Yeah. Okay. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, given the right circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not the right answer, even if that was the case and he was being abused or anything like that. But like, no, I don't know. No, murder is never the right answer. I'm not going to say it was a sound defense because obviously it didn't fly in court. But yeah. did pique my interest like hmm i like that passive aggressiveness is an actual personality disorder <laughs> right because <laughs> you definitely have that i shit. definitely have yeah that. like hard yeah like real hard i wish that we could get diagnosed with all this like i, I want a psychological evaluation and i want to be diagnosed with a bunch of shit i don't know if i do though well i don't want to be diagnosed with a bunch of shit i just want to know if i have anything yeah <laughs> yeah for sure do you think we have like the brain of a serial killer like the apathy thing yeah 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 i don't know i don't think so i think i have enough apathy oh empathy. i've got so much of it i have empathy not apathy <laughs> <laughs> i have a healthy amount of apathy too but do you okay <laughs> i remember the psychologist or something that was studying like the serial killer brain uh-huh. and he's like oh they all have this fucking whatever like mutation or whatever their brains are all pretty similar and then he got his brain scanned and he had the yes. same thing i think that was in um the podcast happy face was it yeah because she goes because it it's about the happy face killer's daughter mm-hmm. and she goes to get that test done because she's so worried yeah, yeah she's yeah. like her dad and the guy who created this test found that he has like serial killer brain or something yeah that's the official name for yes. it serial killer brain <laughs> yeah but I I mean, I don't think that I have anything like that because I don't have any urges to kill people. And I, I don't, don't think want so to. either. And you're like probably you're fucking passive aggressive as shit, but you're harmless. Yeah, I really I will talk a lot of shit to you. But yeah. then as soon as you like confront me, I'll be like, I didn't say any of that. Yeah, that wasn't me. It was somebody <laughs> else. I have no idea who the fuck that was. Please don't hurt me. 
<laughs> Hi. Yeah. <laughs> What's your name again? <laughs> oh, God damn. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I don't know. I mean, I definitely, just to clarify, because I was playing devil's advocate back there. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. And all of these accounts, everything we know of that night came from his accounts. Of right? course. Yeah. So him saying he was abused and all this stuff. We don't really fucking know. I just thought it was pretty compelling that they were willing to have their the six year old daughter come forward. Yeah, like oh shit. Well, that was could, it really that bad. That could like testify to the maybe they did have arguments all the time. Maybe yeah. she was kind of a crazy person. Yeah, or you know would freak out when like you left the fucking sink open again or cupboards open or yeah. sink on or whatever. Like yeah. You left the goddamn I, wet towel on the bed again. Again. I wonder what the little girl's stance was. Like if she was like, oh yeah, my mom was crazy. Or if she was like, no, like this is just a bad relationship. Not that you know that much at six, but yeah. just curious. You know what sucks now is that obviously that was her mom. Yeah. And her mom died. And yeah. that's fucking awful. Yeah. But this is her stepdad and her stepdad technically also died. And she's 16 when her stepdad gets fucking executed. Yeah, it was 10 years later. Yeah. Yeah. That's so fucked up. This and poor I mean, girl. Maybe she had a biological dad in the picture. And so like she Amazing. moved yeah. over to them and stuff. But like what if the stepdad was all that she knew? I know. Isn't that so sad? And that's what I was saying at the beginning. There's literally no information that I could find about Barbara or her life or anything. Yeah. So I really only have what his defense was. So I don't want to be disrespectful or inappropriately represent her. Mm-hmm. I'm just repeating what was in the information that I read. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure her family members would be like, uh, she would never fucking, fucking do that. case. Yeah. 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 Of course. But damn. Yeah. That's crazy, isn't it? Well, guys, if you ever get in a self-defense situation, don't kill somebody. Don't put the body in the fridge. Yeah. Yeah. That one too. Great advice. <laughs> Listen, if you need more advice, <laughs> we're always here. You can find it on our Facebook <laughs> pod group, <laughs> the goddamn pod group. <laughs> Oh, please don't ask us for murder advice. <laughs> no, I I will turn you right over to the police. <laughs> In a hot minute. Yeah. <laughs> I will not be anyone's character witness. <laughs> All right, guys. So before we go into our spiel, we should give our shout outs for our Patreon. Oh, good idea. Which if you want to join Patreon, go to our website, isgdpodcast.com and click on the Patreon link and it'll link you to our Patreon page. And for as little as a dollar... Each month you get one extra episode of us talking into microphones about a case. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. That's true. About murder. Generally, we get there. (laughs) Yeah, eventually. Okay, so shout out to Morgan, Brandy, Devin, Angela, and Amy. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. We love you guys. Thank you so much for supporting us. You guys are the fucking best. It means the world to us. And someday... When we don't have a shit ton of babies and pregnancies happening, mm-hmm. we're going to do more with the Patreon. Yeah. Right now, all we can commit to is like one extra story a month. But we promise. Someday, we'll get up in the in either more episodes or like more extra content. Yeah, something. Something, something yeah. fun. We're going to make it worth your while. Yeah. But in the meantime, thank you so much for just being okay with one extra episode a month. <laughs> we, we're doing our very best. We appreciate you so goddamn much. Yes, we do. And also on our website, we have a link to merch. And you can email us any case suggestions or anything like that. Or you can just email us some stories or your goddams or your audio goddams because we haven't gotten any of those in a while. No, we haven't. Yeah. We've gotten a handful of written ones, though. But I know. they're all on, like, the Facebook and stuff. Yeah. So they're, everyone can enjoy those. They're hilarious. Yes. But, yeah, go to our Facebook and they'll be on there. But that is at isgdpodcast at gmail.com. 
Yeah. Uh, you can also contact us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at ISGD Podcast. Or you can send us stuff to the P.O. Box, which Ooh. I owe people again because I'll never not be behind. <laughs> it's <laughs> that, okay. I owe emails all the time, too. <laughs> yeah. Good. Thank God I'm not alone. <laughs> That's at P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. And we can't wait to hear from you. Whoop. Also, you should subscribe, rate, and review. Those reviews mean so much to us. Yeah, they do. Because the more we get... The more we show up on fucking charts and shit, and then the more people find us. Speaking of which, uh huh, we got some beautiful hand crocheted <gasps> fucking hats. Oh my god, we did! For a tiny did you bring these? And I forgot them at home. You son of a bitch! <laughs> god damn it! They're from Anna, and they're the cutest little things you ever did see. I'm sure they are, Anna. I haven't gotten to see them because Aaron's hoarding them over there. I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have them on my counter like, okay, I'm going to bring these to fucking Stacey's. Oh, my God. I totally forgot. Ugh, I want to see them. They're little hats? They're little tiny hats, Oh, yeah. my God. I cannot wait to put them on my baby's head. Oh, my God. They're so cute. Uh, and it's just about to be hat weather. It is about to be hat weather. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Anna, you're the fucking best. Yeah. And she sent us birthday cards, and I did not <gasps> open them, so I can't tell you what's in oh there. Oh, my God. It's already <laughs> past my birthday. I know. She said you could open yours. I'm not allowed to open mine until October. I'm like two or three weeks past my birthday, bitch. I want I know. my card. I know. <laughs> I, I mean, I can open it when I get home. No, it's mine. Pictures. I want to open it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, then you're going to have to wait. But then I'll be able to open mine because it'll be October. I have a sneaking suspicion that I'm going to open it, and it's going to be a glitter bomb. Oh my god, I hope so. <laughs> but for anyone listening, please don't send me a glitter bomb. <laughs> Do it, it's funny. <laughs> uh, the herpes of crafts. Ah, uh, yes. All right, you lovely folks. Until next week, we love you. And thanks for everything. Yeah. Thank we, you. Thank We love you so goddamn much. So much. Bye. Bye. <laughs>